if your life is fueled by music and art, then you are in a safe space, my friend. Hello, my name is Keegan, and here we converse about things like mental health awareness, upcoming and anticipated artists, and even the power of your very own mind. Now breathe, relax, and clear your thoughts for today's wisdom. Just is start. it rolling? Yep, <laughs> rolling. Okay, so this is episode... Oh, wait, I did these... Episode two of Ethereal Podcast, um, introducing Hornet Daughter. Hornet Daughter? Hornet Daughter. Hornet Daughter. Um, it's actually Hornet's Dog Water. Hornet's Dog Water. Hornet's Daughter, a.k.a. Muddy. Yes. And so, first I want to give you a little congratulations on the new album, The Progress. Album, what's the name? Wasp and the Star Kids, out on all platforms, stream right now. Or... (laughs) I can't threaten the audience. I'm not gonna <laughs> or, or you'll just not have it in your life and you'll be sad. Yeah. No, I liked it. It was, I, I can, I can, with 100% honesty, I listened to it. and I'm going to put you on the spot. Do you have a favorite song from it? <laughs> <laughs> You're I, like, mm, actually, this song I already sucked. showed you, but I got to look up the name because I don't remember it. It was a live one. Living? Living. Living the live one? Yeah. It just got a vibe to it. I had a friend tell me that, that she thinks that's going to be the, the staple to the album. The staple to the, the album. The staple. Yeah. But, yeah, no. I like it. So, um, speaking of this new album, um, the album picture, what is the album picture? The album art is a collage thing of my baby sister, Charlotte. Um, I got permission from my mom before, like, I don't know, kid protectors come for me. <laughs> <Kid> protectors. <laughs> but, um, the child yeah, silver it's, services. It's wasp. That's wasp. Charlotte is wasp. And then the star kids are other pictures of Charlotte, I guess. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I just thought it was cool off the cover. There isn't really, don't ask me the meaning behind the name because I don't know. It just sounded cool. Yeah, no, I was like, you know what? But, um, no, uh, so like your sister when she was younger, childhood, childhood, music, sister, family. All right. Okay. Boom. How did this music career start? Like, what age? Oh, like, nice this? segue. <laughs> I know, right? Like, come on. We got this. We got... You keep bringing all these, like, the, kid pictures, and I just want to know when this... I started making... Well, I've always loved music my whole life. And, like, I think every musician says that. I don't think any musician is like, well, I didn't like music till I was 10. No. I like music my whole life. And then around 12... You were in the room, and you were like... Yeah, Exactly. When I was, like, 12, my mom had a ukulele that she had bought and then, like, just left on a shelf. And I'm, like, I totally snuck into her room and stole it. And because my friend was over and she was playing ukulele, I'm, like, I know my mom has a ukulele, so let's me get my ukulele. So, and I started playing it and just teaching myself. And then from there on, I started writing songs. And I'm 19 now, and I've written, I don't know, too many songs to count. A gazillion, probably. Did you ever get caught stealing your mom's ukulele? She didn't care, but yes. <laughs> <laughs> she was, like, where's my ukulele? And I said, I took it. She's okay. Yeah. Uh, so did, so you kind of always like liked music. When did you decide to like pursue it? Like start like really doing it? I like, think... was it just kind of like once that happened, you were just like, oh, this is going to be that. <laughs> this is going to be my personality for it the rest started, of my life. <laughs> it started as like a hobby kind of thing. When I got more serious, when I'm gonna give a little shout out to above Pete's garage. Cause I discovered APG through a mutual friend of my dad's. And when I was 13, they took me in and, um, Pete showed me like like was producing my stuff and like after hearing my stuff sound so professional and so like done and polished like I was like yeah this is what I want to do. That's so. crazy to think that like you started this at 13. Yeah I've known like, Pete for like six years. 
I can't imagine sticking with something that long. <laughs> I've, tried, I've tried so hard. I mean, I guess the only thing that I've really stuck with is video games, but I don't think that's a thing that you really have to, like, stick with. You don't really right. work for that. <laughs> I mean, like, but it is like that, though, because it's not really work for me. It doesn't feel like it. The only work part for me is, like, marketing and stuff. Like, I don't, I just want to make the music and put it out there, and I wish that's all I would have to do. Mm-hmm. But, like, it's, I don't know, it's basically a video game, you know? Life, life is yeah. a video game. Life is like a video game. <laughs> Do you know that song? <laughs> yeah. Gonna get um, your copyright. <laughs> um. Oh no. I whatever. I had a question, but I'll go back to it. Um. So. Do you have you has your music like um. Like changed much over the years, like from you doing it from a young age until now. I. Th- think so i i hope so because like, like i'll listen to some of my old stuff i'm like dang this is trash but like well it's kind of like the whole like discovering yourself yeah abilities type um thing. yeah i think i've definitely like i personally think i've changed but i've also heard other people tell me like wow i think your music has matured espe- matured especially people who like haven't heard my music in a long time like since i started and then they'll come back and be like oh this is her new stuff and like dang she's different now like i've heard that from people but um i think i've definitely discovered my sound a little bit you know and figured out what i like to do and stuff like that when yeah. before i was kind of like obviously all music is taking other music but like before i feel like i was very much inspired which is fine but like i was very much like making what i was hearing and not making my own versions of what i was hearing i wasn't stealing anything but like you know what i mean yeah, yeah. I, I always tell artists i say having um your early work out somewhere where you can listen to it and you still have it it's a great thing to have because not only you but other people can be like oh they used to be here and they worked their way up into this right and you know sometimes your original your beginning work is going to be bad sometimes people are going to like your beginning work more than your new work you right know? that's one of my biggest fears because like obviously if you like my early work that's good and dandy because like that's why did i say dandy that's a gross word anyways <laughs> that's good that's fine and good and jolly whatever <laughs> 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 jolly's worse than dandy <laughs> anyways yeah but like i just don't i don't like when people don't like the stuff that i like when it comes to my stuff does that make sense yeah like you can like different things as me obviously in general but when it comes to my stuff like i want you to like my new stuff i want you to like my new album more than you like that trash first single like like but if they do like both of them or one more than the other like that's fine yeah i mean i that's why i kind of feel bad for some of the artists that are like um i mean obviously some of them the new music that they make that people don't like sometimes it's because they're being more monetized and more popularized and stuff like that and sometimes that sucks and sometimes that happens it's like corruption yeah. in music kind of but um some people that change the way they do things just because they want to and people aren't happy with it it sucks because they are putting so much effort and time into the new stuff right. that they're doing and they know darn well the reaction that they're gonna get so they are trying to make it as best they can yeah so that they don't get a huge negative reaction and then their fan base just gives them that negative reaction and they're just like you know that's just a huge yeah. like i especially don't like when people like i don't know shut things down before even giving them a listen you know mm-hmm that makes me mad. You I'm, at least I, I say you at least gotta listen over a song like five times before you can like give they, it like I don't got an that actual an I, actual review because I can tell you so many times that I have um listened to a song like that someone showed me and I was mm-hmm. like, Oh, that's all right. 
And like, and there's a huge difference between you listening to a song with headphones on, you listening to a song with it in the background, in and the you car. listening to a song like in the car mm-hmm. or, you know, those are all different settings because it's how much attention you have to it. If you have headphones on and they're good headphones and you can hear all the separate sounds or whatever, like mm-hmm. good speakers or even like a live event. Right. And you can just experience all the sounds and like experience and like hear the lyrics a little bit clearer. It really changes your view on the song because I know that plenty of songs I've like overlooked and then right. I listen to them a couple more times and I'm I like, I feel like a lot mm. of songs have grown on me too. Like yeah, like there there's just songs that like I first heard and I hated it or something like that and then I'll listen to it again and I'm like dang that's actually kind of kind of fire. Or you got these like high knitted standards for songs and then mm. you know you listen to a song and you're like maybe I should just like loosen up the you yeah. know style of music a little bit and just kind of like let myself listen to this. Right. So. Yeah, no, I've definitely been through that with listening. I I added so many songs to playlists last night because me and my buddy were just sending songs back and forth that were so good. I don't know why, but, like, new music intimidates me. Like, I I get so stuck in my same, like, loop of, like, like one playlist or, like, one artist, and then someone will want to show me a song. I'm like, that's cool and all, but that's really scary because that's new. But, no, it's good to reach out new music, though. No, there's definitely, like, a comfort zone when it comes to music. Mm -hmm. I've experienced that, but that's why I've tried to push out my music taste as much as possible. I mean, my, like, my personal Spotify account, um, I have, like, 48, 47, 48 playlists, I think, and they all have at least like 50 songs in them so i mean like i and they're all different emotions they're all different emotions um but i just go crazy with like moods and music go crazy go stupid go crazy go stupid yeah so with the whole like uh passion growing up kind of pursuing this whole music thing as you were growing up do you have any uh like like top if you can't give me a top three just kind of go for a ballpark number that you're most comfortable with but like top three inspirations that like obviously inspired for my music inspired you yeah for your music as you were like growing up or even like it could be just someone now i was gonna say does it have to be growing up because like i think growing up it was definitely one of my biggest inspirations was Billie eilish but like just because like her whole vibe i think her album um when we all fall asleep where do we go was like a big one for me like i was just like oh like the production on that was crazy like i don't know if you've heard the album but it's a good one um what was, i i'm forgetting the name of the album but what was the one where it was the yellow background and like the um, red don't smile at me yeah i really liked that album i bought the it's thing on ep CD. actually or sorry ep I, <laughs> yeah, yeah 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 because i it remember being EP. confused about that um i bought the cd at um <laughs> Is that allowed? Can yes, yes. That, that was great timing. But, what was I talking about? And see, now you got to bring it back up. <laughs> you picked up the, the CD. CD yes. So I picked up a, a CD of the um, album. And I also picked up a Blurry Face, um, the 21 Pots Blurry Face. Oh, that's my other growing up. That's pretty um, I first of all listened to the crap out of 21 Pilots, but like that's a different story. That was a huge inspiration to me. The Billie Eilish, that was like the first time that I really let my mind open up to women artists. I like <laughs> and, and like that sounds so weird, but like that sounds almost sexist. Besides, besides like, uh, like not saying that I didn't listen to songs with women artists before that, right. just saying like it was just kind of like natural that my all my listening platforms would just give me male artists right because based off what Your i listened algorithm. to yeah and i never really listened to women artists 
And then I started listening to, and not because I didn't want to, it just, it, you know, it just wasn't the male voice to the male ears. I don't know, just a guy connection, I guess. It was just like, <laughs> it was a bro moment. <laughs> a bro moment, man. Music, yeah, but, alpha um, male moment. And I mean, at that time too, I was inspired by, well, I mean, I had like my rap like phase. I mean, now I listen to like everything, but like I had my specific rap phase and then like I was inspired a lot by like country or not country. Um, I hate country. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> why, would you, why would you say country? Uh, what is it? Like classic rock, old rock, classic rock, 60s, 50s rock. Um, my dad listens to a lot of that stuff. He likes a lot of that stuff. So I was also inspired by that. So it's just a lot of like man, I guess, mm-hmm. a lot of testosterone. Um, <laughs> you were going to say something. <laughs> Go for it. I was going to say, so Billie Eilish, 21 Pilots was my other one when I was growing up. But like now it's more Eminem, Biggie, like 80s gangster rap kind of thing even though i sound nothing like that at all yeah. like just like the pure like passion and lyricism and just like all that stuff in like the passion and grind and just, is the inspiration that's what from it, inspires yeah. me yeah what would you say a balanced mindset and schedule would look like for you as a musician oh gosh musician? i don't know if i'm the right person to ask about because like because like <laughs> you know i understand that it can't be like completely balanced you're not you know you don't have a mansion and a bunch of butlers to right. do things for you but um I feel like, gosh, I don't know if I, like, even have any kind of balance or, like, schedule or anything like that. When it comes to music, at least, I'm pretty, like, casual and laid back. I just make things when I want to make things. and you just, like, get things done. Yeah. And I make, I feel like I write quite a bit. Um, but, like, right now, like, this album, this album I just dropped took me a year to make. And if not more... And there was no, like, schedule to it. It was kind of just, like, when I can make it, when I can work on it, when there's people that want to work on it with me can work on it, they will. Um, But, yeah. Like, and then when it comes with, like, working two jobs and stuff like that, it's just whenever I can, you know? Like, whenever I'm here, I like to try to write. Is it not, like, very scheduled because you find it, like, very much with ease to write music? I guess so. Like, because, like... Because I feel like you're one of those people that, like, you just sit down, you think about something for a minute, and then you could write, like, half a song within 10 minutes. And I then usually go off from write, there. like, full songs in, like, 20 to 40 minutes and then go off and try to produce some. But, um, gosh, I'm losing my train of thought. What was I going to say? I had something, but it's gone now. Something about scheduled <laughs> writing. <laughs> yeah, like, I, I, I don't, um, sorry. My brain is like <laughs> farting all over. <laughs> <laughs> I have so many moments like that. Um, What's the song to do about the two jobs? It depends on when I feel up to writing because some I will have like writer's block, and I know that's not really real, but like yeah. I'll have my little fits of I don't feel like writing anything good right now, and then I'll have a break where I'll just be boom, 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 writing like three songs a day, like. And it's just, it just, like, goes back and forth. It's a pattern. But it really just depends on what side of the bed you wake up on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Honestly. So there's no, like, set schedule. I don't have my calendar, like, writing session. Like, I don't do that. Because um, working solo, I can just kind of do it whenever I feel like it. That's probably why one of the more important things when it comes to artists nowadays is not their grind of making music. And it's how well they're maintaining themselves, like, right. like physically, like, health-wise. Mm-hmm. I know a lot of... Um, big name rappers out there right now. NLE Choppa is a great example. Um, NLE Choppa, you would think that like he is this, you know, the rapper. It's all about money and guns and all that stuff. Yeah, he yeah he flashes his you know blickies here and there, and yeah he his daughter with the blick. and yeah he spreads his money. But if you ever see some of his videos that like he releases on his YouTube, he like wakes up, 
makes like some like wax smoothie with like horse grain and then like he drinks that up eats this bowl of grass and raw <laughs> vegetables and then he like puts like all this stuff on his face and like does a cold shower and like right. he has this whole routine and he's keeping himself well put because if he has a good mindset and he feels healthy he's gonna want to write more and he's right. gonna want to you know have more motivation to make more creative things for me like i don't know i really don't be taking care of myself like that yeah, at same, all same and <laughs> struggle but, like, sometimes I find that, like, because a big important thing for me is, like, having to take care of myself mentally because um, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm kind of cuckoo crazy or whatever. But I also find that even when I'm in, like, my worst states, like, I have, the, like, for example, this on my new album, my song, I Blame You, like, I think that's a pretty good song. But, like, I wrote it in a crisis. Like, I was freaking out that day I wrote that song. But I think it came out with something cool. Like, I don't know. Like, even when I'm not fully, like, with it. I'm still like, I don't know, able to find something cool out of it, music-wise. You're when when the hand touches the pen, it has a mind of its own. Right. You just do its thing. Yeah. Yeah. No, I I couldn't make a schedule. I'm I'm so bad at routines and schedules. Like, I mean, like eventually I, I'll have to make some type of routine and schedule, right. and like, it's weird. It's like, it's almost like the things that I want to do that are scheduled. Spam caller. Sorry. <laughs> just want to make sure it wasn't my mom dying podcast. or something. Uh, hello? <laughs> oh, that would have been great. I should have. <laughs> I don't even get spam calls anymore. I don't answer spam calls. Yeah. I don't right. like, I used to answer them like for jokes and stuff, but then they all just started being the automated bots. Right. So I just stopped answering them and stopped like, they, there was one time where like a number texted me and they were like, oh, you still down to like get coffee at this time at this place? And I was like, uh, what? who is you? And they're like, oh, sorry, wrong number. Anyways, how's your day? And I'm like, um, no. Oh, <laughs> one of those. I got yeah. one of those before. I'm like, no, nah, I'm good. I'm not messing around with that. No. I know a friend of mine, whenever they get like bots on like Snapchat or something, they'll just like, s- like beg for pictures of Dwayne The Rock Johnson. And like, like just to like mess with them, and then of course they won't send any because they have a like agenda or whatever. Yeah. But it's funny. I used to get the bots on Snapchat all the time. That's why I just stopped adding people on Snapchat before Mm -hmm. I deleted all my social media. When I still had Snapchat, I just wouldn't add anybody unless I knew the name. I wouldn't add them. Yeah. But um, have you touchy touchy subject touchy subject? I'm ready. Um, have you received uh, a lot of not even a lot just have you received any um hate and well i know that you've received criticism right and who hasn't you and i don't know but you most likely have received some form of hate in some way right how do you determine the difference between the criticism and hate and like how much of both do you get my main thing the difference for me and this might be textbook definition too but the difference between criticism and hate is just like criticism is helpful it might not be what we want to hear, but it's suggesting something that could help you out um, or something or like any kind of suggestion of what it could be changed, how it could be better. H- hate is just straight up. Boo, this is trash. <laughs> like, <laughs> like it's 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 not beneficial. Like they're, like because you can criticize something you don't like and, and not be hating on it. Like if I don't like a song, I'd be like, I don't really like this. And I think it could use this and that. That's criticism. If I just be like, boo, I hate you. This is the worst song I've ever heard. That's just hating. But. I get I get some criticism. I mean, like, 
my favorite thing is when people like ask me first are you open to criticism because sometimes people will just be criticized because then you know they're not trying to be mean Mm -hmm. and but also like sometimes people give me criticism i know they don't mean any harm by it but i'm also not looking for it and it's just like i like this how it is i don't really want to like that might be not a good mindset on my part like I know some people are going to be like, well, you should always be looking out for criticism. But sometimes I'm just happy with it and I don't want to hear what you have to say. Sorry. But like, you know, I get that. I mean, there's been times where like I made something and I was like, man, I really like this. And someone's like, oh, if you did this and I'm like, I understand that you're trying to be helpful, but like I'm happy with what it is right now. And I want to leave it like that. That It was especially in my art class because my teacher would always make me like shout out Miss Kendrick, love Miss Kendrick. But like, (laughs) but like, oh, my gosh, she would make me like just shade everything so much i drew this anime character and he looked amazing and i like i I like i like put red paint on my fingers and like flicked it to make Mm. it look like there's blood splats on it and like the whole thing just looks so good and i shaded it and it looked even better and she was like oh you can go a little darker with the shading and i was like okay went a little dark with the shading it looked even better and then she was like you could go a little darker and then i was like Mm. <laughs> and then I should have just said, no, it's all right, Miss Kendrick. I like it how it is right now. But no, I decided, oh, uh, maybe she's right. She's a hard teacher. She knows best. And I ended up shading it to the point where the dude was basically a different skin color. Like, it, mm. it was just, it, it it didn't, like, it still looks good, but it was just, Not and like, it was like that, that was criticism that, like, it was like, thank you. I appreciate it. But at the same time, your criticism is also opinion based because you think that it would be better. And I understand that like you are the viewer and it is meant for you, but you are not the only viewer, you know, Mm -hmm. and there's still some content that I would like to keep in for something that I like, you know, I'm making it for you guys, but I'm also making what I like for you guys. I'm not making it for you guys. Right. Just specifically. Yeah. So, um, but when it comes to hate, I don't feel like I, I don't feel like I get a lot of hate. I feel like I'm not big enough to get a lot of hate, but I have gotten like, I remember when I got a, my first hateful TikTok, I was like, Pete, I got my first hater. I'm so excited. And it was just some person like, maybe you should find a different career. And I was like, no. That was good. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I commented. I said, no. I think no, I said, I'm good. I think I either said no or make me or something along those lines. Like something, I don't know, something sassy back at him. But sassy. Yeah, no. Um, I think that what blurs the line of hate and criticism, what kind of, like, blends it a little bit is um, tone. Right. I feel like I feel like people... Intention. I feel like people can be upset with someone about something, wanting to give them criticism, but they're in the wrong mindset, and the tone comes off wrong. Or even if they are in a right mindset, but the tone just comes off wrong. Right. And then it can be assumed that it's hate. Or other way around. I guess you could be meaning hate and someone's like, oh, yeah, criticism. And you're like, no, I'm trying to hate you. But I, one of the other comments, no, I agree. I think also, like, intention is a big thing. Like, what the person is, like, wanting to accomplish with it. Yeah. Like, if they're trying to hurt your feelings or not. Are you but, trying to help me or are you trying to make it something you want? Right. You know, because there's a difference between making it your way and helping me make it away from it. Yeah. Or just my way because, you know, my music, but. My way or the highway. Exactly. My way or your way, because I'm indecisive. That's from TikTok. Anyways, <laughs> um, there was another comment that was funny. I, I think I posted something like um, on TikTok about, like, I can't wait for you to have this album before it came out. So I just commented, I can wait. <laughs> I, was like, yeah. <laughs> I was like, okay, thanks. That's funny. That's funny. But yeah. I can wait. I can wait. I couldn't. I, uh, excuse me. <laughs> 
Listen, he was shaking when you're the, in his boots. When you're the one to listening to it around, you know, every day you get excited mm-hmm. and you want everybody to. Yeah. Yeah. yeah but. Stream Wasp and the Star Kids once again. <laughs> I'm going to say that just intermittently, keep... just randomly say it. <laughs> stream, stream Wasp and the Star Kids. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. So um, I kind of wanted to talk a little bit. It. Uh, I haven't, like, listened to my. I should have just, you know, streamed the new album (laughs) and listen to all of it extensively to the point where I could ask more questions about it. But I haven't yet. Um, I think I've like lightly listened to the whole album, but like intensely listened to like a quarter of it. So, um, but one of the songs that I kind of thought was a little interesting was, uh, your song, the riddle and like that little like story part, Mm -hmm. like, cause I, I know that a lot of, um, uh well not a lot of but there's some artists that do story parts like that in their songs and um or and and it might not even be a story part it might just be like you know like a a, like audio clip of a video right of something a lot of people do that Mm -hmm. and those ones usually aren't that bad as long as they don't last too long but a lot of people don't really like the story things because it like interrupts the song and like it's just like oh i'm just trying to listen to the song i'm not trying to listen that's how my mom felt when i dropped that song she was like uh i love the song but like can we get rid of the talking part in the middle i'm like (laughs) no that's kind of the point mom yeah yeah like that's like the whole piece but but uh, not only did i want you to kind of like explain that a little bit because mm-hmm. like i i listened to the song i interpreted it my way i want to hear what you think it means first and i've and, and i've you know um i've told a lot of people a lot of artists that like your music can be interpreted in any way right by anyone. that's why i love music there's a way that you meant for it to be <clears throat> and then there's a way because some people write songs for them to be interpreted sometimes people write songs with a meaning but it can also be interpreted and then some songs are like now nah, there's is like a specific meaning but like a lot of times you know i'll listen to a song and it's like oh I'm like a couple of lyrics don't match up but besides that like that's pretty much what i'm going through right now right. you know and they might have met something completely different by it but uh so yeah just like a little like explanation of what you meant for that and why you thought that it, like you that was a good idea to like put that like story part in there should i read out the story part or should it, they go listen to it you can you can read it out if you want to i was like considering like you know bringing it up for you so you could like right. reread it have the hornet Is that genius? have the hornet's daughter read the riddle yeah I on the read. podcast <laughs> Exactly. Go listen to the song, but here is the interlude to the riddle. Okay. I'm going to try to read it like I do in the song. I don't remember the like the cadence or whatever, but it goes like this. Here's a riddle for you. It's 1 a.m. You have $20 and need a ride home. You could use the public bus. It's only a dollar and you still need to get dinner. You're hungry. You need a shower. You're on the verge of tears. The public bus is dirty and loud. There are at least six stops before yours, and even when you get to the stop closest to your house, you have to walk another 10 minutes in the dark. Or you could call a taxi. It's going to be a little pricey, but the taxi is clean and the driver is kind. He's welcoming. The car smells like vanilla. The wheels run smoothly. You'll still have enough money to get some food, and the route is straight to your house. No interruptions. But when you pull into your driveway, the driver pulls out a gun, puts you to rest. The riddle is, how are you getting home tonight? And that's the interlude thing in the riddle. What I kind of, like, perceived from that is... um. Someone's airdropping you something. Airdropping. Um, I perceived in, in a way that that you can. I mean, it was kind of simple the way I thought of it. You can either take, you know, the 
the difficult road that leads you to your end goal, or you can take the road that's nice and comforting and leads you into a pit of despair. That was kind of my outlook. So you're on the right track. It's a little darker than that. (laughs) It's probably a little Um, darker than that. (laughs) So like... As someone who deals with depression, the theme of the riddle was just like, I'm sick of feeling the way I feel as someone who's been dealing with mental health struggles since their whole life, but like primarily since like age 11-ish, like severe depression, bipolar disorder, severe anxiety, self-harm, suicidality, all that stuff from a very young age. It's that the whole theme of the riddle, like there's this part, it just repeats. I didn't ask for this. I didn't ask for this and ask for this in the singing part. And so... The, By the way, musically, it, the song's great. Thank like, you. Like, just to the ears. It Th- thank you, thank you. <laughs> I spent so long on those harmonies and all the different things, but um, stream the riddle. But the part is just about two different paths that you could take or that I personally felt I could take. I could survive and get through this and keep pushing, and that's the public bus. Uh, and that is just, like, it's just so... Sh- oh, I can't say that word. It's so cruddy-sounding compared to what suicide felt like in my brain the other route is suicide and like offing yourself i don't know why i had to define what suicide everyone knows yes. what that means um but like because that's what i was going with the time i was like do i because that's what it felt like like obviously if if you were someone you love is going through this like reach out for help obviously but in that moment of writing the song and and how i was feeling it was like the end of this just sounded so sweet and that's why um I think I put this in like my genius thing too, but like instead of saying he pulls out a gun and like shoots you, I say he pulls out a gun and puts you to rest. Like it's like you're not dying, you're just going to sleep. It's the end of this hell for you, mm. and like that was like very very intentional that wording, but um, but yeah, it it was it was that kind of like which route are you gonna take? But it was very much either living or dying instead of just you know hard route easy route, but. I I think that popped a little bit more when people were expecting you to say shoot mm-hmm. and then you say put to rest and then they're like, hmm, hmm. <laughs> you got to think about it for a minute. But no, like, yeah, no, I just, that's a very, like, that's some, that's some brain smarts. <laughs> Someone played a little bit too many of the, um, the, uh, brain games on the DS, <laughs> yep. but, uh, did, did that just like, where did that like come from? Like the inspiration of making like i don't know that the, was the, just, not not just like the story like the right. idea of this riddle i mean i wanted so okay as i was writing the song i knew i wanted to have some kind of like interlude in there and then slowly descend into like the chaos that's like the harmonies at the end spoilers but whatever um i knew that i like as i was writing i was just like in my head i just heard here's a riddle for you like you know like here, i just heard that little piece you just kind of liked the, song. the idea i liked the idea of... and then i kept going with it and i was like how can i turn what i'm going through into this little riddle did you find that from somewhere else like mm-hmm. did you you just kind of like came yeah. up you <laughs> you weren't just sitting there <laughs> listening to just shuffling spotify and some random person on a random song was just like here's a riddle for you and you're like oh, no. idea no you're watching batman and own. the riddler comes <laughs> out and you're like oh my yeah. goodness yeah, no, I had my epiphany watching Batman. That's definitely what happened. That's that's cooler than what actually happened. Just thinking of it isn't as, <laughs> isn't as funny. No, I think no, that's honestly really cool. Glad I asked about that because mm-hmm. especially now that people know um, the meaning, mm-hmm. it means a lot more when they listen to it. Right. I know that I experienced that a lot when um, I would listen to my favorite artists explain 
you know, his songs and the meaning of his songs. And that would just like, and, and not, not just the meaning, like the production behind it and the process behind it, it makes you appreciate it more. Right. Especially every single like little instrument or every little lyric that's in there or something like that. Yeah. So it just makes you appreciate it. I agree. So I agree wholeheartedly. 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 <laughs> yeah. OS for life. <laughs> so, um, do you got any more plans for upcoming this summer, fall? Music stuff? This year. Okay, so I have another album that's done. Oh. I just have to have it mixed and mastered. It's seven songs. I'm not going to say the title yet because that's top secret information. Top secret. I can tell you afterwards, but it's not, not, not for the public yet. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I have another album that's ready to go and written and stuff like that. It just has to get mixed. And then, I don't know, hopefully that'll be out this year. Um, I have so- a few songs that are going to be singles. I, I'm going to be dropping more this year for sure. Yep. It'll be productive you. <laughs> nice. I think the most satisfying thing is just seeing the page on Spotify or whatever, like when it's finally when it's out done, and just listening just, to it fresh. It's, ears, it's as just, simple as clicking the play button mm-hmm. instead of playing any instruments. You can just yeah. press the play button and it just does its thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I bet. That was, that was me when um, I first started getting the uh, podcast episode thing done. Just like, it, obviously it's not to. like um, episode. I mean, at this point, how I'm recording these, certain things are being seen in different time orders that the public isn't seeing but none of it's out out yet but like i have some of the files for the completed stuff and just like being able to press and listen and just like seeing like yeah i didn't make music i it was mostly talking but i mean i did make the intro song right like i made the intro song slash outro song for the podcast um hearing all the editing and everything click together and just you know, to the point where I can click on it and it sounds like I'm listening to a podcast and not just a recording right. of audio. It sounds nice and it's very relieving. So, yeah, no. Um, you got any questions for me? Well, Geegan. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Do you have any? That's a, that's a, that's a question you don't get during interviews. Yeah, really. yeah. Um, I don't know. What was it? The... Uh, See, like, these questions keep coming and going. How do you, how do you, like, make up, or how do you, like, talk about so many, like, topics in depth in song? The thing is, is I repeat, so many? I, I feel like I repeat a lot of topics because a lot of the main topics are just, like, the stuff I've dealt with, like, Well, I mean, like, every artist repeats wise. I mean, right. just the idea of um, the relationship between a man and a woman, that idea in a song has been repeated billions of times. Right. I mean, I, is, I could go on Spotify, I could click on the first, or, f- like, first five songs of, you know, Spotify's top artists right. or whatever, and they would either be about getting money or getting women. <laughs> so. Right. I feel like, um, oh, gosh, I lost it. Gosh, dang it. I just want to say, it's been really hard not swearing. <laughs> I don't like it. <laughs> that, I'm trying my best. Yeah, I'm trying my best. Um. No, but I feel like the main themes that I talk about are just so vague that there's so many different things. And, like, I have a lot of stories to tell, like, out of, like, when I was, like, 12, 13, I was, like, in and out of mental hospitals, stuff like that. Like, like all of those come with a bunch of stories to tell. And, um, yeah, so I feel like 
there's just so many topics just because every like the main themes are always so vague um eventually i want to get a psychologist on here to interview Mm -hmm. and one of the big things i want to talk about is uh solipsism and depersonalization Mm -hmm. um which i'm sure you know what depersonalization is yeah um i've experienced (laughs) if you don't know what solipsism is it's the opposite of depersonalization deeper so depersonalization is obviously you um, or it's like the sense of feeling that yourself is unreal. Right. Solipsism is the opposite. It's the feeling that everyone around you is unreal. Mm. You only, cause you only, f- you feel like you're the only one right. that can think and you feel like you're the only one that's like alive and right. has this like brain that thinks thoughts and like, you know, you feel like you just, you're just like God among all these people that are just like, not like God in like NPCs. an egoistic way, just like knowledge wise, you have this wisdom that you shouldn't. And everybody else is just like these aimless NPCs that walk around and do their things. That's but then a we really see scary pe- feeling. It, and, it, and it is scary. But like the thing that like really helps, cause like I like not, I don't want to like make things that I like, I don't really like talking about my own issues. Cause it feels like, you know, I'd be like bragging about myself or stuff like that. No, but cause so many people nowadays are like, oh, I have this, I have this, I have this, I have this. <laughs> and I'm like, and most of the time it's, you know, people that are trying to just, like, get attention from that. And then it gives right. a bad name on the people that actually have those mm-hmm. issues. But um, I've definitely, pro- a, a, a lot less over the years, but um, solipsism has definitely been a thing that I've dealt with. And um, one thing that does really help with that is seeing other people like you or, like, you know, like you're just an example because you're sitting in front of me but like any person that just thinks in depth and shows it through work that they put out like some of the artists out there I just feel like you know they just do their thing to do their thing to make money to whatever but like you're not doing it because you have a goal when it comes to music you're just pushing it out because you like doing this and you like spreading you know your mind and your thoughts yes out so that that's something that like you know i see and i'm like you know i feel like someone that has their own individual thoughts would think of something like that to right. do i wouldn't feel like just an aimless npc that goes sits at their computer and does their work and gets up and gets their coffee and drinks their coffee and then go get mm-hmm. lunch and then computer and then sleep and then same thing next day and next day i you know i just don't feel like they can have that in-depth mind like these people these artists or these musical artists do right so it, it's a well, lot thanks <laughs> it's, a lot, it's a lot more relief in a compliment way but like it's a lot more relieving for people like that to see other people that are living beings as well right because you know even at school or work a lot of people you see around you they might have a personality but you know, sometimes they just kind of seem the same right? every day. And you're just like, dude, like, what do you do? <laughs> when you go home, what do you do? <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing, dude? But, yeah. So, uh, I think that can pretty much wrap it. We talked about a lot. Yeah, man. We can wrap this up um, with socials if you want to. Oh, yeah. All right. If you want to drop your socials. If you don't remember some of them, I have them down here, too. I mean, they're all just at Hornet's Daughter. They're pretty... Yeah, I'm looking at them. They're literally all at Hornet's Daughter. So, Instagram, at Hornet's Daughter. All the streaming platforms. TikTok, at Hornet's Daughter. Obviously, the 
streaming platforms it's Spotify, capital h hornet's Hornet daughter space capital d it's yeah. like the actual name but anything else is going to be lowercase no spaces mm-hmm. um yep no that's nice to keep it consistent yep. <laughs> <laughs> and i love it because no one who's like get, no one's taken my username yeah some who's people taking, they um, no one go on new platforms to take hornet starter before i can i swear to god <laughs> who's gonna go on a platform and be I like i don't know anyone hornet's listening are gonna be out to get me like out of spite out of me just saying that they're gonna be like mm, let me go make my username hornet's daughter on this website she hasn't gotten to yet <laughs> Hornet's Daughter fan page. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Quick PSA. If you made the Hornet's Daughter fan page, I need you to come out right now and say it because I can't figure out for the life of me who made that page. <laughs> Almost dropped the F bomb. <laughs> who made that page? <laughs> that flipping page. I just had a weird deja vu. Weird. Oh, no, I have that. That was That's weird. That's another thing. That's another thing that I uh, have to talk to the psychologist about is deja vu. I have that all the time. And, like, we've never done this. Right, no. We've never done this. But this you is had actually deja take three. But <laughs> this is actually No, but, like, 15. there was a hand movement that you did. I already forgot what it was. But, like, just something we were saying, like, and you were us, like, like, violently, <gasps> fan page, whatever. Oh, my gosh. That was weird. Yeah. Weird. Happens. But, yeah, so I appreciate. Uh, oh, wait. One more thing before i let you go. Um, before you free me. I'm actually I, locked I in this room. I can't get out. From this cage. Um, one question that I will be asking every person um, that I interview at the end. So it's just going to be a general question for everybody okay. that we get to see your stance on. Um, one like, thing. What is your social security number? <laughs> what is <Sorry>. your social <laughs> security number? Uh, it just starts reading it off. <laughs> um, one thing you could implant in the young, talented minds of our generation today. Oh, Like, Lord. if the people listening to this podcast episode right now with their earbuds in or whatever, yes, I can see you. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, but if, you know, they're listening and they just need something to move their motivation or just get them going today and change their life and be like, you know what, today's the day that I got to kickstart and just do it. Uh, first of all, don't listen to me. Second of all, um, I feel like something important to remember among, like, among us. (laughs) Among. (laughs) The ADHD. Like, with whatever you're dealing with or whatever's preventing you from getting started when you get started, what you want to start on, just remember that one feeling does not last forever. And that if you are in a funk, some kind of depressed thing, if you want to leave, like, via, like, like outing, offing yourself or whatever, like, remember that one feeling does not last forever. There will be breaks from this. There will be a turnaround, like, that kind of thing. That's one of my philosophies. That That's a part of growing up, too. You grow yeah. up and you're like, why was I, like, depressed for, like, two months, <laughs> like, a year ago <laughs> over that? Right. But, you know, some sometimes you just, you got to yeah. let it pass. Yep. Ride the wave. 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 Ride OS the wave. for life. <laughs> you do the EA? Huh? EA Sports. EA Sports. EA Sports. EA Sports. This is the game. E. Is that, is that copyright? <laughs> Maybe. I don't think saying E over and over again is copyrighted. I hope not. <laughs> e. 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 All right. Well. Uh, you guys already know my socials. You can follow me at Instagram, ethereal underscore podcast underscore official. DM me and um, give me feedback. Um, Ask to be interviewed. 
asked to be interviewed. <laughs> uh, no, give me feedback. Uh, just, you know, what you would like to see on the podcast, any ideas, anything like that. I appreciate that. And um, if you want to email me any business inquiries, etherealpodcast04 at gmail.com. And um, Spotify, any streaming platforms will be ethereal. YouTube will be up second month episodes. Um, I'll be hopefully starting to do uh, recorded episodes and the YouTube will have those on there next month. But that YouTube is at ethereal underscore podcast underscore official.